0: No, no, no! Don't start
1: chewing the chips until the bag is in the cabinet.
0: No, no, uh, exactly, perfect. That that's what the America, that's what America needs to do. Because America's all like, I just want one. I'm just gonna have one more little territory. You know yeah. what? Actually, that's a little territory. I'll just
1: yeah, we'll just get some more. Oh yeah! yeah next can... thing you know, the bags, bag's empty. <laughs> I'm trent thompson and i'm marissa macy and
0: this is pardon me
1: a presidential history podcast
0: and today we're going to be talking about franklin pierce
2: yes we are
1: yeah we mm-hmm. are mm-hmm. 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 <laughs> mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> what a pierce of work that's what i have to say <laughs> my how long you been thinking about that just one? came to me <laughs> divine inspiration no, he's something, all right.
1: Yeah, he's something. He's, first of all, he's a hottie.
0: <laughs> Let me tell you something. Second of
1: all, he's a 10. <laughs> Third of all, he's probably the most handsome president he is we've definitely ever had. The president, yes. <laughs> And that's all we'll be focusing on this episode. That's
0: all we're going to talk about. (laughs) Please open up the PDF that came with this podcast. And we're going to go from top to bottom of the most handsome man to ever hold the office. Because, (laughs) boy, anything else I have to say about him is pretty bad. That is everything I read or watched about him was like, oh, by the way, he's handsome. Like, the idea of a president being handsome is so far, and that, like, it's it's whatever. But the other thing is, like, uh, in addition to being handsome, Mm -hmm. he is very. Very affable. Oh, yeah. Everyone likes him. Everyone loves him. Charming. And he's also like another way to look at that is he's a people pleaser. Mm hmm.
2: So, yeah.
0: Yeah. He can't. Listen, recovering people, please are over here, you know, but like that doesn't really go well with politics.
1: It doesn't. Um, Um,
0: Or like holding moral standards or like.
1: (laughs) The book I read literally starts mm -hmm. with Franklin Pierce was arguably the most handsome man to serve as the president of the United States. The book just starts out that way. Listen,
0: first thing you need to know.
1: Yeah. Hot. Like
0: we can't know from the (laughs) cover that that picture you put on there with him. Oh,
1: he's just emphasizing that like that's not just young Pierce. No. And he got, he got uggo he as he stay- got older. He stays hot. Oh.
0: I'd not, I not seen uh, older pictures of him. Well, listen, Did we'll you? get to
1: it, but I've got descriptions of him as an old man <laughs> from other people's perspectives. So the hotness starts young and goes to the very end. It never ends. It He's never the, ends.
0: There's actually a lot to talk about with him. Pierce. Now, his father was a Revolutionary War hero. Mm-hmm. His father fought in the battle of bunker hill so when abigail and john quincy adams were sitting there watching it from a how- hill near their house franklin's daddy was fighting
1: there you go there
0: you go it's just crazy to me how people who become friends like they- it's a little club
1: yeah it's a they little kind of know club. each other they all yeah. ran into each other yeah uh, well
0: well i'm sure also
1: nothing- yeah hmm?
0: <laughs> yeah
1: i'm <laughs> mm-hmm. gonna try to explain it but we don't need to get into I'm it i'm
0: sure there's nothing to that there's Let's nothing just moving to that. along yeah
1: move along <laughs> <laughs> yeah he has his mom's name was anna kendrick yeah pierce, well her her maiden name is so yeah, anna yeah. kendrick like the actress uh-huh. no relation no relation but i just thought that was a fun little tidbit franklin pierce mm-hmm. he's the sixth Child of Anna Kendrick Pierce Uh and this Revolutionary War hero, Benjamin Pierce. Yes. He's born in 1804, November 23rd. Okay. He, his two older brothers also go on to fight in the War of 1812. So he's Mm -hmm. just inspired and surrounded by war stories constantly. Just
0: can't wait you know what I'm I I know that he's gonna get to fight so I I hope he gets to have a lot of glory
1: I know he's gonna get to fight <laughs> he is gonna and get we'll to see fight. if he's gonna have a <laughs> glorious <laughs> time in the army but we'll, he's, we'll, he's been see. thinking about it this whole mm-hmm. time <laughs> just all these visions of grandeur uh, about what the army is gonna yeah, be like yeah little baby Pierce that's
0: so nice I think when you come from a family where they all do something and you're a little kid and you want to do that thing too mm-hmm, mm-hmm. um Sorry, I'm, I'm, Did
1: we say he's from New Hampshire?
0: He is from New Hampshire. Yeah. He's yeah. our
1: first and only New Hampshire president. Oh. Yeah. yeah. Benjamin Pierce ends up becoming the commanding general of the New Hampshire state militia. Yeah. And then he ends up serving terms as the county sheriff. Mm-hmm. And then he serves two separate one year terms as governor of the state. So he Franklin Pierce yeah. is a prominent daddy. Yeah. Uh, meanwhile, Young Pierce uh-huh. is not exactly bookish. He's kind of a uh, like, more of, he's more of an outdoorsy type. Yeah, he's a rough houser. Yeah. he's a fisher. He's an ice skater.
0: Ice skater. He liked to
1: ice. I mean, I you know you got the frozen oh, that's how he
0: keeps that hot physique. Yeah, that's how he got his hot yeah. physique. Ooh.
1: Everyone, as a child, found him charming. Yeah. Thought he was a great kid. Uh, he was polite and poised uh, and honest and people pleasing what a little tendencies yes yeah.
0: oh boy
1: so he ends up actually kind of getting a good formal Education, yeah. not because he was bookish, but because his father mm-hmm. hadn't had like a good education. Yeah, he was pushing He's, it. Yeah, so he yeah, it was yeah. important to him. Yeah, uh, so he gets kind of sent around to these various academies, and then he ends up going to.
0: So he yeah he went to Bowdoin College with Nathaniel Hawthorne.
1: Yes, and that's in Brunswick, Maine. And yeah, him and Nathaniel Hawth- Hawthorne end up being lifelong friends. This good. initially Pierce wasn't a very serious student. No. And was always starting up some trouble, yeah. lots of wrestling matches. He's a little bit of a
0: drinker, too. Oh,
1: yeah. So by the end of his sophomore year, he's ranked dead last yeah. at his college. And so he gets kind of embarrassed by this and resolves. So mm. he's like, well, I'm, I'm going to try now. I'm going to do better. So I'm going to try. Yeah. So he starts waking up at four in the morning uh-huh. and just hitting the books, yeah. just hitting them, but no. not with his fists, no, with no. his eyes and no, his mind. No, with his
0: eyes and his brain. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: And he was rooming with a devout Methodist at the time who oh. who started to kind who like helped this transformation yeah. into like a more studious. Oh, so God. He's getting, he was, he's getting like some good influences. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: That little Methodist kid is like, oh yeah. Sometimes we just good. need
1: a devout Methodist to push us. Sometimes we just need a devout Methodist, a D, mm-hmm. a DM. A DM. Slide into my DM. Slide
0: into my DM, my developed Methodist.
1: Yeah. So he ends up graduating a, fifth of his class. That's pretty good. Yeah. Although, I mean. Yeah. It wasn't a big class of people. Yeah, either. it was only like 60 people. It was like, people. yeah. <laughs> but he wasn't that last anymore. <laughs> I mean, know. He, he, I know. He had to do a lot of recovery to get yeah, no, to that point. Yeah, I know. It's point. Yeah. So after graduation, he goes back to live with his parents, privileged. Oh, Yeah, begins to study law with a local attorney, probably through family connections. (laughs) Yeah, and then he gets admitted to the bar in 1827, just short of his 23rd birthday.
2: Nice.
1: And it's around this time that he starts to develop an interest in national politics. Oh, he's like, hey,
0: hey, national politics, coming for you. I like uh, what you got.
1: Pierce's father is is governor around this time in 1827. But then there's kind of this wave of pro Adams opposition. Mm-hmm. And Pierce's father was like a Jefferson Jackson mm-hmm. kind of guy, mm-hmm. more oh, in that yeah. camp. Yeah. Big
0: old Jacksonians. Yep. Yeah.
1: So his father doesn't win win reelection. Uh-huh. And then Pierce but Pierce starts showing up at the town halls. And in New Hampshire, mm-hmm. like town hall political town mm-hmm. halls are like the center of the political yeah. life. Yeah. So he starts going there and like Uh, defending his father ahead of this election and all this stuff. And he ends up getting elected as the moderator of the meetings of the town hall meetings, which is kind of a big deal. And they keep reelecting him for like five years. So he just he's just shows up. Interesting. Talking about his dad, defending his dad. So let's say
0: I went to my dad's job Mm -hmm. and I was like, I have a speech to make about how much my daddy is good. Mm -hmm. And I did that so many times that eventually Mm -hmm. they made me like in charge of the schedule for speeches at the house where my daddy is good.
1: Yes, but I think what really happened is before Pierce even opened his mouth, they You're were like, that is a handsome man. Who is he? And when he opened his mouth, he has, he's extremely eloquent. He has a rich, yeah. deep voice. It's what all the sources say. Ugh. And so he was easily heard unamplified, which oh. talk about an asset in Yo, the 1820s. Back Are you oh, kidding yeah. me?
0: Yeah, I know, I know. With this little Yeah.
1: There's no there's no mic.
0: No, there's no mics. There's no like um headphone mm-hmm. where everyone's
2: can you listen.
1: Rich, deep, rich, clear, deep. loud. Mm-hmm. So mm. he ends up getting um unanimously elected to the state legislature. Mm-hmm. Again, and it's everything's done in these town halls yeah. there That's in New Hampshire. And he gets reelected for the next three years. Yeah. And then he, in those final two years of being in the state legislature, he mm-hmm. is the speaker of the state house of representatives. Wow. So he just very quickly, they're like, we like this guy. We, we like, like this guy. There promotion, he goes. Promotion, promotion, promotion. That's so
0: interesting. Yeah. He just kind of, he was just there. He just showed up. Yeah. And you
1: know, it's one of those things, like this uh, is a thing that happens to hot people.
0: I... I can only imagine.
1: Like charismatic hot people, yeah. you just show up and people yeah. start giving you jobs. Yeah. His hotness is having his law practice do well as mm-hmm. well. He is doing very well in New Hampshire. Mm-hmm. And the thing about New Hampshire mm-hmm. is that in contrast to all the other nearby states, mm-hmm. it's solidly democratic. Mm-hmm. It goes for Jackson and it is a political anomaly in New England. Interesting. I I don't there was all this like political theory about why that is out there, but we're. Uh, so it's a little bit. New Hampshire. Too in the weeds. Yeah. For
0: whatever reason, yeah. New Hampshire mm-hmm. is Jacksonian, yeah. unlike all the rest of the North.
1: Mm-hmm. With. Pierce's father as governor yeah. and being well-liked and this yeah. like solid, I mean, and it's solidly democratic, yeah, 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 um, solidly Jacksonian. Yeah. He's doing super well. And at 27 years old, he gets nominated for the house of the U S house of representatives. Oh. Uh, and he gets 76% of the vote. So it's, it's like landslide. That's
2: a it's lot. a lot.
1: It's a lot.
0: That's a lot. Yeah. It's a okay. lot.
1: So Ugh. prior to heading to his first session of Congress, mm-hmm. he actually meets both Jackson and Martin Van Buren when they come to Concord, New oh, Hampshire, wow. uh, making him even more about Jackson. Oh, yeah. Like oh, God. Yeah. Yeah.
0: You just met your you just met him and he's going to be your favorite mm-hmm. for the rest of your life, for the
1: rest of your life. Ugh. Just a big Jackson lover. It's so
0: interesting. These these times of like presidents meeting former presidents. I know. Yeah.
1: Between his first and second terms in Congress, Pierce mm-hmm. meets a little lady. Ooh. Mm-hmm. What's her name? Her name's Jane Means Appleton. I love that. Wasn't the last First Lady we talked about Macintosh?
0: McIntosh, Yeah, it was. That was the second wife of Fillmore. I think oh, that, yeah, that yeah, was the yeah. wealthy widow. Uh
1: huh. Yeah. yeah. Yeah.
0: But yeah, Jane Means Appleton
1: of Amherst of New Amherst. Hampshire. Ooh. They Sorry, made I don't know why company. I said Amherst <laughs> Can you cut that out? Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> You know, it just sounds fancy oh, Amherst oh, like
0: oh, I don't think it sounds like I'm gonna slam Hurst.
1: <laughs> I've never been but it sounds lovely they meet mm-hmm. in him and Jane Means Appleton of Amherst mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. meet in 1827 when uh-huh. Pierce was studying law there uh-huh. there's not a lot about their courtship because yeah. his, history hates us yeah yeah she but, doesn't look
0: like the real outgoing type.
1: No, and they don't, like, they don't marry for a while. Yeah. Um. Her family was really wealthy. Yeah. And they were federalists. Uh-oh. Right? So th- they're politically on the opposite end. <sighs> and she was also not particularly beautiful. Yeah. Is what the book says. Yeah, yeah. Or a she, lot of the sources say.
0: Like, the one picture I can remember of her, it looked like the, she's one of those people who always looked old. She just looked like she was meant to be sitting in a rocking chair. Listen. Yeah. He's like, I'm hot enough for the both of us.
1: Right. That's what he said. And, but then like, they're also completely different personality Uh wise. She was very like, frail, uh-huh. sickly, real teetotaler. Yeah, very very <laughs> melancholic. <laughs> she was like a coughing old Victorian woman. Oh, God. Is what I want you to imagine. Yeah, yeah. And she hated the use of tobacco and alcohol.
0: Uh-huh. No fun.
1: No what could that yeah, possibly I, be a problem for I Franklin mean, Pierce? Well,
0: right, exactly.
1: And she also had no experience keeping house because her family wow. was wealthy and oh, they always had sense. servants. So like Yeah. And she was very religious, and he I wasn't. Mean, so it's like he's drinking. Is, he's not. I don't like. I don't understand what, is what she bringing to the table
0: <laughs> here. No, I mean she's I got know. money, so maybe that's it. I know, but, but like, like, she's no fun.
1: It's not as though he doesn't come from money. So yeah, I, he it's does really too. Strange.
0: Ugh, I don't know.
1: And he was so hot; he could have had anyone. He could have had
0: it. Oh, that was it. He wanted that sour puss over there.
1: I don't know. Maybe he's they like, just really fell in love. I, don't know. I guess that must have been it. I don't. There's just not a lot who, of info on that. Who
0: knows what makes two people
1: love each other? <sighs> but, they, uh, but they get married. They get married. So there you go. And then they go to Washington together. Yeah, yeah. And she's not very social.
0: Uh-uh.
1: And early in their marriage, Pierce uh-huh. is like, oh, well, I'm not going to drink.
0: I'm going to quit drinking for I'm you. I'm going to quit
1: drinking for you. That always works. <laughs> I
0: can't tell you how many times I quit smoking for someone. And then just started yep. up again, and yeah. So Pierce,
1: Pierce tries to quit for her and not himself, uh-huh. and it's uh, not worth. It's not in his heart. It's not, and it's not gonna stick. It's I'll just, tell you that. Mm.
2: Mm-mm. No,
1: no. So he gets renominated to Congress by uh-huh. another very large victory. Uh-huh. Jane becomes pregnant, uh-huh. and when she does she stays back in amherst instead of going yeah. to dc she's like
0: i got an excuse not to go back to dc <laughs> she's like, thank goodness thank she Lord. hates it yeah she hates politics yeah.
1: again what is she even bringing to the table right i, <sighs> I know yeah but the boy dies three days yeah. after being born it's like um, um
0: franklin pierce gets a letter saying he's had a son and then he gets another letter saying that the boy has has passed yeah. away. Yeah. Very sad.
1: I know. And he was in Congress when this happened. Yeah. And yeah. yeah. So he serves as senator. Then he gets elected to the mm-hmm. other legislation. The wow. other. The other I, uh, legis- we've been talking. How many episodes have we talked about U.S. government? I can't say legis- legislative. I'm trying to say legislative body.
0: Oh, the Mm -hmm. other legislative body. Yeah. So he was serving in the House of Representatives. Uh Now he's about to become a senator. Right.
1: Yeah. Starting in 1837, he Uh ends up serving a six-year term. Uh And then at the age of 32, this makes him the youngest man yet elected to the Senate. Wow. Yeah.
0: Crazy. So
1: young and hot.
0: Young and hot. Mm
1: -hmm. And
0: in that Senate chair.
1: But he's experienced.
0: With like a bottle of whiskey under the table. Yes. Because Jane can't... (laughs) Find out.
1: He drinks at work. <laughs> oh God. Yeah. Ugh.
0: So it's it. suggested there's all these petitions are coming in to, you know, address slavery. And uh I can't remember the name of the guy who's like, you know what? Let's just uh we're just not gonna accept them anymore. Mm-hmm.
2: Mm-hmm. And then
0: Franklin Pierce is like, no, 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 no. This is a democracy, gentlemen. We can't not let the people petition their government. We'll let them petition mm-hmm. and then we'll table it. mm
2: mm-hmm. So yeah. it will
0: never be read, but if we accepted it. We just, we just shall never read it, right? Exactly. Now the thing is, is that Franklin Pierce, he is of this group of people who see slavery
2: mm-hmm.
0: as fundamental to a bargaining chip yes. ever since the Constitution, yes. and so he can't abolitionists to him are a threat because mm-hmm, they mm-hmm. want to take away this back and forth. We'll give you this. We'll give you that. Well, it's, it's, I mean, it's similar to Roe versus Wade, you right. know, like it was always like, well, if you, if you don't do this, then it's going to be overturned. Yeah. Da, da, yeah. Da,
1: da. It just becomes a, a political, bargaining It becomes a political issue, which yeah. is, it yeah. diminishes it to that. Yeah. Yes. This way of thinking comes from the idea of like the union is yeah. everything. We have to uphold the union. And so, yeah. Everything else, any kind of, you know, human rights issue, mm-hmm. any anything like that doesn't matter. It's yeah. not even on the radar. It's yeah, all yeah. about how can we politically keep the union together and yes. use that bargaining chip you're talking about. So, yeah. yeah, he's part of the committee that ends up instating the gag rule, mm-hmm. which we talked about at the end of season one mm-hmm. with John Quincy Adams, because mm-hmm. he actually, after being president, yeah. fought. And successfully was able to overturn the gag rule, um, which allowed slavery and these petitions Mm -hmm. to actually be discussed and Mm -hmm. not just tabled. So, Pierce caused the problem that our Mm -hmm. boyfriend, John Quincy Adams, um, you know, ended. So... so. Yeah, I'm so glad we can
0: still talk about John
1: Adams all this long. I time know. Later. I think he's probably later, we don't. Later. I don't know if we're going to be able to talk about him as much in season three, but
0: I think it's going to be hard. But,
1: uh... <laughs> but there's a will, there's a way. So he um, has a lot of experience yeah. at this point yeah. between the House of reps and his time mm-hmm. in New Hampshire politics, mm-hmm. even though he's only 32.
0: Mm-hmm. Now
1: he gets elected in
0: 37, 1837. So he has been a Jacksonian democrat all mm-hmm, this time.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And then 37 it gets bad because we have the panic of 1837. Yes. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. And so there very soon into his career, he will no longer be in this, you know, raging majority. Mm-hmm. He will all of a sudden now being in a situ- be in a situation where he's in the minority. Exactly. Yes. Yes. Exactly. So it's, it's like he grew up he grew up in Chicago during the 90s and the Bulls were just killing it mm-hmm. and that's all he's ever known. Exactly. Yeah.
1: And so by 1841 mm-hmm. when William Henry Harrison is elected. Yeah. This is the Whigs. The Whigs mm-hmm. have now finally like had the, this big success in Congress, mm-hmm. right? And mm-hmm. so yeah, he now he's in the minority for the first time in his yeah. life. He's not in the majority party. Oh
0: no. And
1: he resigns his seat. Yeah. At the end of 1842, he's like uh, he can't he's not in Listen, I
0: have lived my entire life being rich, a uh, hot and doing whatever I wanted for doing very little. I was not made for this. Bye. And I think he also like says, "Oh, you know, I got to really go be with my wife."
1: And he had joined a te- joined a temperance society, uh-huh. Uh-huh. meaning like anti-drinking. Uh-huh. And Was having a very hard time not drinking in D.C. So he was like, well, let me go back. Let me go back to New Hampshire with Jane and and
2: uh, that'll help
1: not drink. Yeah. Yeah. You know, so he leaves frustrated. He's back in New Hampshire. Uh He's kind of a party leader there. Uh He ends up as kind of the de facto boss of the Democratic Party in New Hampshire And he sets out uh, about squashing any inkling of Uh Uh anti-slavery. So he's still on his, you know. Also, any anti-Southern sentiment Mm -hmm. in New Hampshire, Mm -hmm. along with this anti-slavery sentiment, he's Mm -hmm. always trying to squash that within the party. Oh, yeah. It's like, what is
0: your deal with the South, He loves the South. (laughs) You're from New Hampshire. I know, but I bet they treated him like a king. You know? I'm sure they did. Yeah. I mean, that's They're probably like, look well, at
1: this Hottie from the look North. At this Hottie
0: from the North. And he's like, yeah, I go be with them. I'm the hottest
1: I'm the hottest, hottest guy man from New Hampshire. From,
0: you know, with uh, yeah, I got a northern accent or whatever. I
1: don't know. Who knows?
0: Who knows? Don't have to talk.
1: I, but yeah, he has this like <laughs> he's fixated on the South. Loves the South. <clears throat> yeah. He twice called special sessions of the democratic state convention okay. during this time to have men ousted from the state ticket because they had made public anti-slavery comments so again wow not anti-slavery oh my goodness yeah what am I? um and so basically i mean this is pro-slavery actions of course 100 percent yeah but the way but he would never say it that way no Something else about Pierce that makes him so successful is that he also is really good at remembering people's names and faces. Yeah. yeah.
0: Like he read his or he he gave his inaugural address for memory.
1: Yeah. I think he may have had a photographic memory. Uh, Yeah. Yeah. And he was a great public speaker. Right. Uh Because he didn't know that loud voice loud voice. And. But the thing about him is that he he's not particularly deep or original. He's just kind of parroting yeah, what course. other people's beliefs are. Yeah. He's not he's not like this great orator that's going up and saying no. he's like profound things. He's just really charming, yeah. and can memorize stuff, and yeah, knows yeah. everyone's name, mm-hmm. but he's just kind of you know, he's like mm-hmm, the party's mm-hmm. little bitch. Polk is president now mm-hmm. and Polk and Pierce are on good terms. Mm-hmm. Polk Appoints Pierce to Attorney General, mm-hmm. but Pierce declines it because, unfortunately,
2: mm-hmm.
1: his second son, yeah. Frank Robert, dies of typhus. Yeah, Jane uh, obviously didn't want him to return yeah. to Washington, yeah. and he declines at yeah. this time. So this is a second major tragedy Tragic. for Pierce. Yes. He... Remember, with Polk, we mm-hmm. have the Mexican-American War mm-hmm. gets revved up, mm-hmm. and he is eager to participate. Yes, I, you did. You remember we were just talking about him as a little tiny boy, a tiny little
0: boy, thinking to- about yes. war. No, he didn't. He didn't feel like he could just go enlist. He, right. he had to wait for his commission to come
1: because mm-hmm. he's hot.
0: Because he's hot. Well, because he's.
1: I know he's. You know, he's an older guy. Prominent politician. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Uh, yeah, you know, just enlist like your right. Elvis, you know,
1: right. <laughs> and also, Jane didn't want him to go. Oh, of course not. No, <laughs> of course Jane not. Jane didn't want him to do anything. Well, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. I don't know Spoiled what Jane wanted from him.
1: Like she, this is one of those marriages that if mm-hmm. if we if this was going on now, everyone behind their back would be kind of like, what is it? What what is, is
0: this? What? I can't deal with this cognitive dissonance in my life. <laughs> Yes. Of you two people together. Right. Right. This is. No. Sorry. No.
1: Yeah. But Mm. anyway, so he he finally gets uh, appointed as colonel under General Winfield Scott. Yeah. Old fuss and feathers. Old
0: fuss and feathers. So
1: Pierce is like, all right. Now. Time for my glory. Time
0: for my glory. Here he I goes. go.
1: He's looking good in his uniform. He's looking
0: so good in his Mm-mm-mm. uniform. He
1: goes down to Veracruz. Uh huh. He's taking he... supplies. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And he marches 2,500 men mm-hmm. to meet up with Benfield Scott. Mm-hmm. He gets them through some attacks. Mm-hmm. He's like, good, we're off to a great start. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So here now, I go.
0: Time for his first charge into battle. Mm-hmm. Okay. So he's on his horse, a mm-hmm. big old horse, and uh cannon goes off and it startles the horse. And the horse jumps up and it. He kind of falls forward, uh-huh. and the pommel of the saddle, mm-hmm. the part that sticks up, hits him in the nuts so hard, he passes out, falls off his horse, and like, and then the horse like falls on him and like falls on his his knee.
1: Yes. So
0: yes.
1: so okay, <laughs> this is a minor injury. Okay. I'm sure it was very painful. I had hurt. He is not, like, injured in a, a serious way. No,
0: but it does not look good. No. That he's fallen. He looks a, <laughs> looks to have fainted off his horse and, you know.
1: Going like, oh! Uh, oh, my nose! Oh, not my knee! <laughs> and all of his men are like, <laughs> oh. oh, Like, trying not to laugh. Yeah, I'm like, sure he it was tries hilarious. to get up and walk,
0: but he can't. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah.
1: So then, yeah, he's like, okay, brush it off. Brush, brush it, it off, off.
0: Brush it off. That was a bad first impression, but I am going to, they'll forget all about it when they see me do this today.
1: He actually just ends up having the worst luck ever after yeah, yeah. this. A couple of th- additional things happen. So
0: the next attack, the next time they're trying to attack,
1: he he hurts his that bad knee again. Uh-huh. And he's like hobbling. No, he like, he think? ends up laying on the ground and all of his men are passing him. Oh. They all pass him. Good job. Take care. He's like. And, they're, and he's probably like, <laughs> oh, and they're just kind of like, Uh-oh. Okay, it's well, getting around not... that
0: uh, Franklin Pierce is a little bit of a coward. Yeah,
1: exactly. Yeah. He also yeah. faints in response to enemy fire at one point. Mm-hmm. He also um, he has another minor injury and like gives up command. Yeah. He's like, I can't.
0: I can't
1: uh and then mm-hmm. uh at the final battle of the campaign yeah okay we've made it yeah. through the campaign yeah, it's a yeah. final battle yeah. it's time for pierce to go out there and show Ugh. these men that he is made of something yeah that he can do He's a single like, thing
0: i'm gonna let these guys see what i'm made, made of off.
1: nope he no. was in his tent with diarrhea diarrhea
0: just <laughs> explosive diarrhea uh, i have a theory
1: that it was it probably wasn't even that bad
0: you think that it was- i think he was
1: a little baby he, yeah, yeah, so he is a joke in the war. Oh, yeah. Basically. He doesn't, yeah, he did. T- and, and people did talk about how oh, much yeah. of a joke he was. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: But he did serve. He did technically He did say technically serve. He served.
1: So once Mexico City had fallen. Yeah. Pierce just becomes kind of bored mm-hmm. and forms a social club where the entire point of it is drinking. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so that's his contribution to the Mexican-American War. So after the war, he goes back to New Hampshire. He resumes his legal practice. Yeah. And he has one son remaining, Benjamin. Mm-hmm. Okay. Meanwhile, the ben. Democratic Party is beginning to fracture. Yeah. Right. We start to see this kind of, mm-hmm. you know, these issues because uh, yeah. we're, we're learning we can't just ignore the slavery issue. Yeah, And so all these parties are starting to because before I, I know we've talked about mm-hmm. this right now, we have the Whig Party and the Democratic Party. Yes. Neither of them is solidly pro or anti-slavery. It is very like sectional and regional and Mm -hmm. and all this. So now once it becomes, uh, slavery becomes more of a political issue, Mm -hmm. the parties start to fracture. Yes. And we start to see the beginning of the end of the Whig Party Mm -hmm. and also the Democratic Party is shifting um, to more Southern. People
0: are more aligned to the region of the country that they're living in.
1: Yes. So these territorial questions mm-hmm. post war with Mexico mm-hmm. are causing a lot of this fracturing because yeah. now there's all this new territory yeah. that we have to do. And we've talked about this with yeah. the compromise of 1850 yeah, yeah. and, and all that. So yeah. that's where we're at in mm-hmm. history is mm-hmm. like stuff is starting to get mm-hmm. really messy. Yeah. So,
0: because, <clears throat> you know, way back when they made the compromise of
1: 1820,
0: mm-hmm. like, they we weren't even worrying about this property. They were like, mm-hmm. they weren't even. They were like, oh yeah, sure, sure. No, we would never want to expand slavery out there. It doesn't make any sense. Yeah. But now that now that we're moving out there, it's like you know what? Actually,
1: it does. Yeah. Why not? Why don't that we? That does try actually make sense. Yeah. Let's not? just see what we can do. Exactly. Yeah. Let's yeah. see what we can get. Well, the South is also worried about losing prominence, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. So that I is mean, something that's, that's going to happen. Sure. Yes. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So by the end of 1851, Mm -hmm. right, and we have that compromise of 1850 and the Fugitive Slave Act, like in law, Mm -hmm. splitting these parties, it's really clear that the nominee for 1852 eight, for the Democrats needs to be a Northerner mm-hmm. in order to try to have some semblance of unity in the party, right? Yes. As we're having this fracturing. Yeah. It's also clear that with the Whigs so divided mm-hmm. that a Democrat is going to win, right? Yeah, The presidency. So they know that they need a Northerner and yeah. that whoever is going to be the Democratic nominee is probably going to be president, Yeah, right? Yeah. So- There's a lot of names that get thrown out. Pierce Mm -hmm. is not initially in the running, Mm -mm. but then another prominent North Hampshire, -er, New Hampshire, New Hampshire,
0: New
2: Hampshire.
1: Anyway, a man from New Hampshire who is a prominent politician Uh dies, and Pierce's name gets thrown in, kind of instead of this guy. how lucky! How lucky for Pierce. <laughs> yeah. Right. What a lucky guy.
0: Oh, just mm.
1: so all this talk mm-hmm. uh, kind of appalls Jane. And as she's like, Yeah. Uh, you're she, not going to do that, are you? Yeah. No, yeah, no,
0: no she didn't. He kind of kept it from her that he yeah. was.
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, He also writes like a public letter that's like basically saying that his name being used at the convention would be like, Totally against his wishes Uh and he does not want to be president, but privately his name is getting spread around. The plan, though, was to keep Pierce's name kind of like close to the breast at the convention. Yeah, yeah. Let... Because they knew it was going to be... Like yeah, yeah. a mess. Yeah, yeah. So let all the fighting mm-hmm. happen. Let them reach a deadlock mm-hmm. where no one's getting enough votes mm-hmm. to be the nominee. Mm-hmm. And then in a later round of voting, mm-hmm. let's throw in Pierce's name. Yeah, That's exactly what they do. Mm-hmm. They could not get behind one single person. Mm-hmm. It's on the... 49th ballot that Pierce gets enough votes right so he gets introduced like way down the line he gets introduced and then after a few rounds more voting he's the nominee it goes on
0: forever Mm -hmm.
1: William R. King of Alabama right Uh so they're like let's have a southerner as the VP of course Uh, he's the vice president and when news of Pierce's nomination reaches Pierce and Jane she faints (laughs) just like he did on the battlefield yeah (laughs) <laughs> the nation quickly rallies behind Pierce, uh-huh. and his embarrassments during the war are overshadowed pretty quickly. Yeah, of course, because mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Nathaniel Hawthorne, uh-huh. lifelong friend, yes. writes a campaign biography about yeah. Pierce that really gasses him up and oh, like gasses man. up his time in the war. Yeah, and is kind of full of a lot of like exaggerations mm. and lies. That's like, yeah, yeah. The and most of- he's a prominent. Figure at this yeah, point. Yeah, this yeah, is the
0: best work of fiction he ever put together.
1: <laughs> but he gets a lot of flack from his friends for writing this biography. He should. Yeah, like all of his like anti-slavery friends yeah. and all the, they like he loses friendships over this Good. biography. Yeah, as he should. As he should. But he yeah. is so loyal to Pierce that mm-hmm. he's like it was worth it.
0: Well, he so. made his choice.
1: Okay. Yeah. All right. Did he, you know what? If this
0: was modern days, mm-hmm. that's so interesting to think about. Like. 'Cause he wrote Scarlet Letter mm-hmm. and you know, the 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 pious Republican just recently wearing her little scarlet oh ad, yeah and I'm just picturing Nathaniel Hawthorne as like a modern day conservative like oh, I supported my friend and now I'm being ostracized. I'm the one who's really oh, yeah. suffer. I mean like Oh yeah. yeah.
1: He's that guy. <sighs> he is that guy. He is that guy. Yeah. He's okay. kind of insufferable.
0: Hate you, Nathaniel Hawthorne. Yep.
1: I didn't even like that book.
0: I didn't either. I mean, it's a very good book.
1: I don't think it's that good.
0: I don't know if it's any other. It's any other work. Who cares? I can't even talk. I don't know of any of his other work, and I I don't need to. Yeah. I know what I know.
1: I know what I know. So Pierce wins. Mm -hmm. He defeats uh, Winfield Scott, who his old, yeah, commanding commanding officer. officer. There was a lot of voter apathy, though, in this election. Kind of like the splintering of the parties, and so the turnout was the lowest. Since the election of eighteen thirty six, and would be the lowest until yeah. nineteen twenty, interesting, or until the nineteen twenties, interesting. But it's a landslide victory for Pierce. Yeah, well, doesn't matter. Electoral vote vote was two fifty two to forty two. Jesus, I know. He just man, he gets these landslides like you wouldn't <sighs> believe.
0: Even the even the land is dripping wet, <laughs> slipping around.
1: <laughs> Trent. <laughs> Do not elaborate.
0: Do not elaborate. And Lance
1: died. Mm -hmm. Brought me down. Factions. Mm -hmm. uh, Obviously are an issue right now. And Mm -hmm. so Pierce in his mind is like, I'm going to, my whole goal as president, I'm going to preserve the unity of the party. Yeah. And so he unify, tries to unify it by creating a cabinet Mm -hmm. that would appease everyone. Yeah. This causes a lot of problems, Mm -hmm. but he actually does put together a pretty like, a cabinet that does stick together okay. like it it stays for the That's whole term. Good. Yeah. But one of the people was Jefferson Davis.
0: Yeah. He's going to come up later. Jefferson Davis.
1: Prior to the inauguration, mm-hmm. Jane's beloved uncle dies. Mm-hmm. And so they go to a funeral in Boston. Yeah. And then they're going to return back to New Hampshire mm-hmm. before heading to Washington. Yeah. yeah. Right. But then a mile out mm-hmm. of their stop in mm-hmm. New Hampshire, mm-hmm. the train car derails yes, tumbles down a twenty four foot like embankment
2: mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. Pierce mm-hmm. and Jane mm-hmm. badly bruised, but yeah, fine they're fine, but their only son, Benjamin, mm-hmm. who's eleven years old mm-hmm. he has the back of his head sheared off, yeah and is dead instantly instantly dies yes yeah
0: in front of them they see it like right in front of them right in front of them the only mercy is that it's it's quick
1: Mm -hmm.
0: and doesn't suffer
1: exactly but
0: that is their last child they've had three sons and this is the third one Mm -hmm. so one died
1: one died as three -hmm. days old Mm -hmm. one died of tuberculosis Mm -hmm. or Mm -hmm. typhoid sorry one died of typhoid and then now they have this, witnessed their only remaining yes, son yeah. basically be partially decapitated yeah. in front of their very yeah. eyes. Yeah. yeah.
0: And Jane sees this as, you know, um, she she sees this as God removing from Franklin any distractions from being president and blames him being president mm-hmm. for, for this mm-hmm. happening.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. yeah, so this is seen, yeah, Fra- Franklin Pierce actually views this as like, a sign that he has made a grave decision. He blames himself for his son's death. Yes. Um, Jane is very superstitious and religious Mm -hmm. and all Mm -hmm. of that. So Pierce actually, when he goes to be inaugurated, refuses Mm -hmm. to swear on the Bible because he's so like shaken and believes that his pursuing of the presidency is what caused the death of his son. I mean, listen, so,
0: yeah, I don't blame him. I mean, I would feel, I would feel that way too. Mm-hmm. I, I completely understand that. And Jane does not; she takes it very hard, and she yeah. has like a seance in the White House, yeah, to try and contact him,
1: right? Yeah. And uh, she she waits to come to Washington, but eventually makes it there. Mm-hmm. Um, he his inaugural address. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, just I I just want to say like. As terrible as Franklin Pierce is, Mm -hmm. we do have to acknowledge the fact that like he goes into his presidency in a deep Mm -hmm. grief and mourning. Yes. So everything that he does, all the decisions he makes as president Mm -hmm. are colored by that. Yes. Right. And so, you know, we there's lots of Mm -hmm. child deaths and deaths in the family Mm -hmm. and all of that that have happened to a lot of the presidents we've talked Mm -hmm. about. It's not it's not a new Mm -hmm. thing. Mm -hmm. But with Pierce, this is a. This is a traumatic is event that yes. he blames himself for. Yeah. That was violent mm-hmm. and probably an image that he mm-hmm. could not get out of his head.
0: Uh, no, yeah. so
1: so uh, like just keep that in mind. Yeah. with his presidency because yeah. it's going to be really bad. His inaugural address. Mm-hmm. He still somehow does it without any notes. Yeah, of course. Right. Just yeah. That's a what he pro. can do. That's the one thing he can yeah, do. He's- and also, another tragedy happens, which is mm-hmm. that his vice president mm-hmm. was ill with tuberculosis mm-hmm. prior to the inaugural yeah. day, uh, prior to the presidency. Yeah. He resigns his Senate seat after the election mm-hmm. and goes to Cuba to try to recover because they always yeah. thought the warm weather yeah. would would fix you. Yeah. His health didn't approve, and mm-hmm. then he realizes he's not going to be able to make it to Washington in time for the inauguration. Mm. So Congress passes a special legislation to allow King to be sworn in as vice president outside of the country. This is the first and only time this happened. Right. He then realizes he's dying, and so mm-hmm. he returns to the United States, and mm. then a day after he reaches his home in Alabama, he dies. So oh. Pierce doesn't have a vice president. Yeah. His vice president has died. Yeah, yeah. They don't, he doesn't get a replacement one. There's just oh. no vice president. There's just no vice president. There's no vice president. For the whole term. Wow. Exactly. Okay.
0: That, what? Just, yeah. just, they just don't get around to it? No. I mean, okay. they just, yeah. I guess not. So.
1: so, as president, Pierce uh, really relies on his cabinet and his advisors, mm-hmm. especially a group oh, yeah. of very southern ones. I mean, oh, he's, Jesus. he's like already prone to drinking. Yeah. He does now, a lot of drinking as president.
0: Now he's got something. Now he's really got something to drink about.
1: hmm mm-hmm. I would say so. Plus Jane the stress is, of the job. Jane is wailing and wearing oh, all black gosh, and doing seances in the White House. Jesus. He's miserable as president. Yeah. He's yeah. absolutely miserable. Yeah. He doesn't want to be there. He's just, honestly, he just kind of agrees to a lot of stuff. Yeah. Because yeah. it's easier. Yeah. It is
0: insane how long slavery is allowed to continue under these weak presidents. Yeah. And they're only there for one term, if that. Mm -hmm. Uh, Mm -hmm. And it does kind of, um, it makes me think like, yeah, don't ever think the system is going to save you from injustice because it will not. Right. The system will uphold that injustice as long as freaking possible.
1: Yep. Exactly. Just clutching to like a thread, essentially. Exactly.
0: Where there's money to be made. Yeah.
1: Yep. And we don't want to upset the union. Absolutely. That's the refrain that we hear all the time from these northern politicians who are not doing anything, Mm -hmm. who are not joining the abolitionist Mm -hmm. causes. We just don't want to upset the union. We don't want to upset the union. Yeah. So as president, Pierce vetoes a lot of internal improvements based on constitutionality, which is a really uh, bored and tired thing that Mm -hmm. I do not care for, Mm -mm. Uh, including Mm. a bipartisan bill by reformer Dorothea Dix. Ever heard of her?
2: No. Who's that? She
1: did a lot to improve, or not even improve, but just to create any kind of infrastructure surrounding mental health. Oh, So she wanted federal funds... For asylums, which mm. like not great, asylums not yeah. great, but yeah, no. back then <laughs> better than it nothing. Was better than nothing, yeah. <laughs> so he was also um. responsible for the Gadsden Purchase. He yeah. dispatched James Gadsden, who was a mm-hmm. railroad promoter, as minister mm-hmm. to Mexico. Yeah, Santa Ana was desperate for cash and $50 million was authorized to be offered uh-huh. for a swath of northern Mexico and lower California, uh-huh. but all that was actually purchased was kind of a really small little section. It was a
0: little chunk mm-hmm. so that they could have the railroad go to yes. the south.
1: So they didn't get as much as they wanted, but no. they got a little bit. Yeah, and that no. completes our modern day con- continental United States. There we go. There it is. Manifest Destiny. Congratulations. At what cost? Well, Well, it was easy.
0: Everything. No problems. Yeah. No, nothing.
1: Nothing. Yeah. No one died. Everything's fine. (sighs) Nothing was taken. Yeah. Earned. It was all earned. It
0: was all earned. I was thinking about earlier this week about Manifest Destiny when I learned about that. Mm -hmm. And I was like, oh, I guess I guess it was okay then. I was a kid.
1: Oh yeah, as a kid you know. it was just like yeah, Manifest Destiny. Oh, yeah. Right? I mean, and they sing the song, you sing America, we didn't have a song. America, a oh. free. You <laughs> think of the rolling hills. Seat. I remember it being yeah. like, oh the the purple mountains majesty. Yeah, like yeah. that you say Manifest Destiny and you're like Purple Mountain's majesty. It's amazing. It's we get the whole of it. The Democratic Party's kind of in rough shape during his presidency. But, you know, he tries to keep it together through, like, certain patronage appointments. Mm -hmm. There's some drama with New York politics. Like, it's just kind of a... It's a rough presidency. Yeah. And he doesn't, like, get a lot done. No. I mean, he's depressed. He's grieving. He's drunk. His wife is pissed. His wife is... The party's falling apart. Um, But what he does do Uh is pass the Kansas-Nebraska Act. Now we're going to do a flashcard episode on this so we're not going to get all Mm -hmm. in the weeds here but we'll give a little cliff Mm -hmm. notes. The gist is that they want to do a railroad. Yeah. In order to build this railroad they need this unorganized territory Uh where Nebraska and Kansas is to be organized. Yeah. So Senator Douglas Mm -hmm. Um, Who is,
0: by the way, the it is Douglas the of the Lincoln, Lincoln Douglas, Douglas debates? debates. Yes. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, uh, he introduces a bill to organize the Nebraska Territory, mm-hmm. which will become the Kansas, Kansas and Nebraska Territories. Yeah. Now this area, yeah, is has to do with the Missouri Compromise line. Yeah, right. Because
0: Missouri was entered as a slave, slave state. state. Yes,
1: but then everything but else north it was of that like, line like was gonna be free.
0: okay we get one more slave state in the north and then after that no, no more.
1: more right yeah no. so you know how like yeah. when
0: you're um eating chips and mm-hmm. you're like i'm gonna take one more handful of chips and mm-hmm. uh, no more
1: no more chips you
0: need to close that bag mm-hmm. before you take that last handful of exactly. chips because you are not gonna
1: exactly no, no no don't start chewing the chips until the bag is in the cabinet
0: No, uh, exactly perfect that that's what the america that's what america needs to do because America's all like, I just want one. I'm just going to have one more little territory. You know yeah. what? Actually, that's a little territory. I'll just.
1: I Yeah, let's we'll just get some more. Oh, yeah. yeah Next can... thing you know. bags. Bag's gone. empty. Empty bag. <laughs> empty bag. You got the territory. You got you all the
0: territories. I hope you have. Now a you're happy. full. Yeah. Okay. And there was salt and vinegar, too. So your mouth hurts. It's all cut up. <laughs>
1: exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Not even enjoying yourself. Not even enjoying yourself. So. Um, hmm. With this Mm -hmm. Nebraska territory, which goes above the Missouri Compromise Mm -hmm. line, the uh, Southern Democrats make it clear that they don't want it organized under these terms. They're like, we're going to organize this not under this law. -uh. So Douglas puts this bill through with the idea of popular sovereignty. Yeah. Which is where we're
0: not going to do this under the Missouri Compromise. Right. Because if it was under the Missouri Compromise. We would lose.
1: Yes, and the Missouri Compromise has already been weakened by the Compromise of eighteen fifty, so it's already yes. kind of like on shaky ground. Yeah, 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 So let's they're like, knock it out. here's the here's the let's push it over yep. the edge. Mm-hmm. Um, So they want. Douglas's bill uses the idea of popular sovereignty, basically letting the territories figure it out. Mm-hmm. Um, Which what could possibly go wrong? I, mm-hmm. Pierce is very heavily influenced by a Mm. meeting with Jefferson Davis, Douglas, and some other prominent Southern Democrats. He comes out of this meeting being like, yes, I will sign the Uh Kansas-Nebraska Act when it goes through. Oh,
0: man, those two buttered him up. Who Mm -hmm. even fucking knows what they said?
1: Yep. Yeah. And he signs it. And it's a huge mistake. Yeah. Now, without giving it all away... It it incites a lot of violence. There's mm-hmm. false elections. Mm-hmm. This leads to the growth of the Republican Party, mm-hmm. and it is, on a public opinion standpoint, a severely hated bill. Yeah. So yeah. Pierce gets a ton of flack for this, but he doubles down on his of decision, course. and he will end up defending some of the atrocities that yeah. end up happening yeah. in Kansas as a result of this nice. so we'll get into more of this in the flashcard episode mm. but that's kind of the big mm-hmm. legislation mm. of his presidency yeah. so mm-hmm. yeah,
0: time for him to be nominated again
1: it's time for that re-election
0: oh yeah here it comes he's like I've done all I've, I've done so much stuff let's go yeah I know y'all want me back I did so and they're well like, they're like ah.
2: You back. maybe we don't
0: want you maybe we decided we just want not you
1: <laughs> we want anyone but you. anyone but you
0: this didn't go well this is the first time mm-hmm. someone has ever won the presidency yes and then their party was mm-hmm. like you want to run again but we would rather have you not yeah okay
1: and uh wow. he's the only president that yeah. ever happened to yeah yeah Ooh. I think this is a good time to mention that he's regularly ranked as like in like the bottom six presidents of all time. I mean, yeah, because because the thing about the Kansas Nebraska Act is it he literally all he had to do as president was not sign that.
0: Yeah. Well. Yeah. But Jefferson Davis got him alone in a room and and and
1: like
2: because
1: it was it was again, we'll get more into it, but like. It was not going to e- it did not easily pass through the houses. Yeah. So they would not have been able to override his veto veto. So if he had just yeah. not signed it, it just yeah. would not have been they law. Wouldn't they have wouldn't have overridden it. Yeah. Um. And it would have saved a lot of uh violence and a lot of anguish. Yeah. And there was probably a way better solution. But anyway, so, yeah, yeah, he, yeah. he's a he's a loser <sighs> now. Um, but, you know, he's kind of. He's still uh, young, though. Huh? He's still young, though. He's still young. Yeah, he's pretty young. He's, he's got time. um he's 52 years old when he leaves the White House. Oh. Yeah. Eh. Yeah, so Buchanan ends up getting the nomination mm-hmm. and wins the presidency. Sure. Another democrat, but not the democrat who was just elected.
0: Mm-mm. No. Well, Buchanan was in the running the year before t- the election before yeah. too. T- he's he been was, around for He's a been while. around.
1: No, he he he's yeah. not out of nowhere.
0: Yeah.
1: Pierce very much falls out of favor. People are people yeah. are like we liked you, but now we, we do not. Not anymore. They burned him in effigy yeah. in New Hampshire.
0: Yeah, he said he could he could follow his trail back home by the light of the effigies or something.
1: Like that. <laughs> yeah, people were like, "You're the <laughs> worst." You signed the hey Kansas you. Nebraska Act. We <sighs> hate you.
0: Can you imagine what that would feel like? I mean, my lo- my self esteem as such, but can you imagine if someone made a puppet of you and then burned
1: it in your home state in your home state knowing you were gonna see it oh <laughs> that's pretty bad i'd be devastated
0: don't don't do that no one do don't that. no one do it
2: please
1: he never takes responsibility for the kansas nebraska mm-hmm. act he defends it yeah. and because this whole thing was like i'm just trying to preserve the union i'm just trying, yeah. to, trying to preserve the union and he kind of is a puppet for davis and douglas yeah. and all these southern democrats yeah. they they basically run the presidency Mm -hmm. vis-a-vis him by saying Mm. like hey we think you should do this and pierce who is not in the best way at this point in his career and has never been really a Mm. leader Mm -mm. he's always been a people pleaser goes along with a lot of it he wants to please the south for Mm. the good of the union Mm -hmm. as he puts it Mm -hmm. and um makes all these decisions based on that so that's kind of the legacy of his presidency extremely weak um never takes a stand for anything and uh is very much pro-slavery um without saying exactly that he the only good thing that happens is that he actually Mm -hmm. is pretty good with money Mm -hmm. and he uses all of his presidential earnings like his salary and like he like invested and saved it really well so he doesn't oh. have to like he, he leaves it unlike most presidents leaves yeah, yeah. the presidency financially in a pretty like oh, okay well, that's pretty space. rare I mean, yeah, we never I don't know if we've heard this yet. <laughs>
0: yeah, that hasn't been the common tale. <laughs> it's
1: usually like you leave the They're presidency and you have yeah. no money and Destitute. you're like <laughs> mm-hmm. but then the tragedies are not over.
2: No. Because
1: then Jane falls ill with tuberculosis mm-hmm. in eighteen fifty seven. He spends a lot of his post presidency taking care of his wife, yeah. who's very sick. Yeah. And a close friend once asked him why he had married such an invalid. And Pierce responded, quote, oh. I could take better care of her than anyone else.
0: Interesting.
1: Interesting. I know.
0: I could take care of her better than anybody else. I know. I don't know. In, you know.
1: So he has an interesting post-presidency. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He stays with uh, his secretary of state, mm-hmm. Marcy, mm-hmm. Uh, soon after making it to New Hampshire with his wife. Mm-hmm. Then his secretary of state, former secretary of state, dies. Uh-oh. Like Marcy? Very yes, very soon after Marcy, leaving no. this. So they go and stay with him and yeah. then leave, and then he dies. Oh. Then um oh. Jane's cousin and uh-huh. close friend who had been the White House like hostess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She dies. What's going on? This is all right after this. Okay, it's on. just bad luck. I mean, just, they just—they have bad luck. Curses. All three son of their three of their sons died. I know. Yeah. Vice president dies. Yeah. Um, his secretary of state and very close friend dies. Yeah, dies. The White House hostess mm-hmm. and Jane's cousin yeah. dies. Yeah. I didn't mm-hmm. mention this. Um, I don't believe she died, mm-hmm. but um, did you hear about the fact that when he was president, mm-hmm. he uh like trampled a woman with his horse? What? And was arrested. <laughs> No, no, I did not. Dang, how uh, trampled uh, to death?
0: This trampled me dead.
1: No, she didn't die, but um, God. okay, so yeah, no, she didn't die. Mm. So no charges were carried, yeah, but um, was president
0: at the time, yes, he just run people down, yes, just running
1: people down, mm. so just calamity and yeah, death yeah. everywhere, yeah, right? So then, okay. They then do some traveling. Mm-hmm. They're like, okay, Jane is in a bad way, mm-hmm. but some warm weather and mm-hmm. Europe will cure her, sure. I'm sure. Um, they go to Portugal, Spain, France, Switzerland, Italy, and Rome. Mm-hmm. And in Rome, Nathaniel Hawthorne and Pierce get to reunite because Nathaniel oh, Hawthorne was what? like uh, over in Europe because he was some minister. Yeah. They hang out, they they pal around, around. Mm -hmm. you know, they're having a, they're having a blast. Mm -hmm. And then they go back to New Hampshire and Pierce buys some land Mm -hmm. with the intention of farm it. Mm -hmm. And then him and Jane go to the Bahamas for a trip in 1860. 1860. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: When they return Uh in May of 1860, things aren't looking good. Oh, No. Things are not looking good. Mm-hmm. There's been. Uh, this is kind of the when the Charleston Democratic Convention mm-hmm. collapses and there's a huge mess. Pierce's name actually gets thrown in as a possible candidate, mm-hmm. and Pierce is like, no, "No, no, 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 absolutely not." That gets shut down. No, no, no. So when the Civil War breaks out, he blames the Republicans for causing it. Mm-hmm. So he, you know, he comes back from his Bahamas trip. Things are in disarray, and he's like you know his fault this is? yeah the republicans yes it's like buddy no this is kind of your fault Mm-mm. you signed that kansas nebraska handprints all over it he is upset because the union that his father fought for is <sighs> breaking up and yeah that's yeah, yeah. the priority in his mind yeah uh, oh the
0: thing yeah. that was so important to my daddy is mm-hmm. gonna be gone now yeah that's
1: sad. it's mm. very hard and so he doesn't fully endorse lincoln Okay. And he, uh, but which no, it's notable because oh. a lot of northern <laughs> Democrats did endorse Lincoln. Yeah. So he's a northern Democrat, and he's like, nah. Uh, uh, he just stays silent. Which yeah, is not a yeah. Good look. But then in spring of eighteen sixty-three, he's like, you yeah. know what? I am gonna talk. I've been Ooh. silent. <laughs> I'm gonna say something. I have something to say. <laughs> Hold on.
0: <laughs> now, give me some help here. 1863.
1: We're w- we're in the war. Is the, the war, war has Been going on. The war has yeah. been
0: going on. Yeah, it's okay. been going on. for When sure? did the war start?
1: 61. 61. Yeah. Like, oh man, Lincoln doesn't fuck around. So yeah, he's like, I'm gonna talk now. It's oh, wow. a few years into the war. What what prompted him? What do? Did... Um. Okay. Here's what prompted him. Okay. The president. Mm-hmm. Uh, president Lincoln, mm-hmm. like there was an arrest and a prosecution of a Democrat mm-hmm. who had, like criticized the war or something. I don't know the full mm-hmm. story, but he gets like incensed by this. so mm-hmm. he he's a keynote speaker at a rally in New Hampshire on mm-hmm. July fourth, eighteen sixty three mm-hmm. addressing twenty five thousand people. he he just kind of like, you know, talk shit about the president for the
0: July party. uh-huh. He's
1: yeah. and he calls the war effort fearful, fruitless, and fateful. uh, wait, fearful fearful fruitless Fruitless and fateful and fateful i don't know i guess you just said it in a hot way confidently and people like listened i'm not sure
0: i'll go ahead fearful fearful fated
1: no fruitless (laughs) fruitless fateful fateful Fateful. i know it doesn't roll off the tongue or (laughs) make a lot of sense yeah okay yeah Uh, As he was speaking, telegrams were bringing word of the Union victory at Gettysburg. (laughs) (laughs) So.
0: Oh, got it right again, Pierce. Got it right again. There you go. He's like, listen, this war. I got got a good speech. This war is three things. They're all Fs. Fearful. Fruitless. Fruitless. Faithless, full, full. <laughs> I'm no Franklin Pierce. I can't no. memorize things without the notes. Yeah. No, I need the notes. I don't. Yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> Jane ends up <laughs> passing away oh. uh, shortly after. Yeah, December nineteen or December eighteen 1863, 1863. From her tuberculosis, okay. finally, got finally got the her. better of her.
2: Mm.
1: They were had been separated at that point, though. Oh? Oh, wait. Well, okay. So Hold on. <laughs> what? we're talking like 1860s separation. Yeah, what does that mean? So she was living in Andover when oh, no. Pierce was traipsing around New England. Oh. Okay. There's no hard evidence of this, but uh, his renewed thirst for alcohol may have been a factor yeah. in this. And I want to say, like, it wasn't like they separated officially. It mm. was just like they were often separated. He was often off doing something in New England His, uh, and she was languishing away. Yeah. So, so much for uh, no one can take better care of her than uh, me.
0: Well, listen, we don't know. Maybe other people would take in worse care.
1: Maybe b- being absent was. Yeah. He's good. like,
0: this is better than anyone else is doing. Mm,
1: that's true. Yeah. Then. The following spring Nathaniel Hawthorne's health begins to fall he tell and and then Hawthorne tells his wife he wants to spend time with Pierce as yeah. he's dying she agrees <laughs> hoping it would revive him Aww. Uh. I heard you giggle just then. I what? did look into if there was any evidence of any kind of homosexuality <laughs> situation between the two of no. them. Nothing came up that was an inkling, but I did do some digging. I, was, I, I went on Store. I did some digging.
0: Store. I, I wasn't thinking that. I was just thinking this, like, I want to go live with my college buddy while I'm <laughs> dying. Like,
2: Okay.
1: The wife is like, sure, I maybe guess, it'll make them better. Yeah. I guess I mean, get him out sure. of the house. Uh, um, and so, but not far into their trip, Hawthorne uh-huh. like dies at a hotel, Uh-oh. and they had conjoined rooms with the door open in the middle, uh-uh. and Pierce finds the body. Oh, uh, I know. So now he's yeah. grieving again. Yeah. Or he's still grieving. I mean, he's just he never his stopped. Life is constant grief. Constant grief. He pays. You know what? The- Oh, yeah, I will what? say, brooding hmm.
0: does make people hotter.
1: You think he was, yeah. I think that might have been part was, of it. Yeah, he was yeah. like a hot, sad man. Yeah. A hot, you know sad I mean. man. <laughs> you know how
0: that is when you meet a man who's kind of sad. Yeah. Like, oh, I want to make him not sad. Yeah, a little sad boy. A little sad boy. I'm going to fix know. him. Oh. I know. It actually yeah. was
1: really sad.
0: Yeah. yeah. But
1: um, he ends up... Paying for Nathaniel Hawthorne's son's tuition at Harvard, as well as his brother's two sons' tuitions. And then he really dives into the alcohol. I think at one point, Mm. I think it's like right after his presidency ends, he says like, I'm gonna, basically I'm paraphrasing, but he says I'm gonna drink myself to death. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I get it. I've been there. And so he he revs that up. Yeah. And then, ah, Oh, gosh. Here's a familiar uh, refrain. Mm-hmm. When Lincoln was assassinated, uh-huh. Pierce didn't fly a flag. No, Who is it that didn't do this? Didn't. someone else we talked about.
0: I think it was Fillmore. Yeah. And I think it turns out he was just out of, out of town. town.
1: Well, yeah. Pierce didn't fly the flag. And then when a huge, you know, group showed up mm-hmm. and was like, why didn't you fly a flag? Yeah. He was like, listen. Uh-huh. My f- daddy fought in the Revolutionary uh-huh. War, and I fought in the Mexican American War, uh-huh. and I served my country as president. Uh-huh. And so I don't need to fly a flag to be patriotic. Mm. And he talked for so long and in such a way. He was probably drunk? <laughs> oh shit! He was, yeah, and just whatever. Oh, Jane's
0: gone now, right? Jane's gone. Like, there's nothing. He's just out him front back. of
1: his house talking in all his these
0: underwear. People, like,
1: Listen, I don't need a flag to be patriotic. Let me tell you. I don't you. care that Lincoln was assassinated. I my daddy fought in the war.
0: Yeah.
1: If people just leave. They no. just let him be. Oh, wow. <laughs> really sad. <laughs> that is really sad. So, okay. Here's my favorite story about Franklin Pierce. Oh. He had purchased a shoreline plot in Northampton, New okay. Hampshire. And he lived oh, right no. on water's edge, right? Oh, nice, nice. He tries to farm the land. Oh. Okay. Plowing things down that didn't even need to be plowed, oh. like just really not growing anything, but being like, I'm farming. He's just <laughs> he's out there drunk, just, drunk. just tearing oh. stuff down. I don't even know. So drunk. He was referring to himself as an old farmer at the time, uh-huh. but no one is clear on what it is no. he's even farming. No.
0: He, he's like, I'm like that when I'm when I'm playing Stardew. <laughs> yeah. You know, I'm Stardew in my Valley. farming mode. Yeah. yeah. I'm like thinking about it.
1: Like, what am I even doing? Um. So he frequently hosts at the time. Oh. In his little New Hampshire, like, quote, farm he's, on the sh- on the shore.
0: He's hosting people at the farm? Yeah. Oh.
1: Including Hawthorne's son, who comes for a visit. God. Now they, one night, go skinny dipping in the ocean. What? And Hawthorne's son rides home, yeah. astonished by Pierce's physique. Uh-huh. Pierce is in his 60s at this point. And uh-huh. here's the quote. Okay. Quote, broad chest. Slim waist, Uh, heavily muscled arms and legs. So despite being extremely fit, he has liver failure. That's so interesting. And that ends up killing him.
0: It's (laughs) so interesting. He drank, drank, drank. Yeah. And was like slim and had, you know, muscles and everything. Yeah. He must have been one of those kind of people who like only drank. Honestly, you know what I mean?
1: Yeah, and I, I just love this image of like he's skinny dipping in the ocean with the, like
0: Nathaniel Hawthorne's son. son,
1: who was like I mean he's like an adult at the time, yeah, but, yeah, like, he's not
0: like a little kid or anything.
1: Um, and this young man is like looking at this man in his sixties and like marveling like, at his naked wow. body in the moonlight, you know, and writing home about it. Yeah. He's so impressed with this man's hotness that he's yeah. writing home he about it. No himself. worry in the world. Honestly, this was probably all straight it was all hetero every strip of it i feel like i agree and i feel like pierce was just so damn high yeah, yeah, yeah. that nathaniel hawthorne's son was so compelled yeah, to yeah, write yeah. home about like man this man in his yeah, 60s yeah, yeah. i've never seen anything like it someone with that
0: yeah i it, this does smell of heterosexuality
1: <laughs> one more thing about him yeah. he defended jefferson davis when he was imprisoned after the war i just yeah. want to be really clear where this guy's loyalties yeah, 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 are yeah, 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 yeah. um He also tried to offer legal help to Jefferson Davis Mm. after his war atrocities. Mm -hmm. Um, It was declined. And then he visited Jefferson Davis when um, he was in jail for the Civil War. Um, So, like, I just it's just like, wow. So, yeah, I mean, the last two years of Pierce's life, he basically just drinks 1867 to 1869, and he dies. And so, yeah, he has an extremely tragic life, terrible presidency. His legacy is the Kansas-Nebraska Act. His legacy is um, basically being a pushover in his presidency and being hot. And being hot. So.
0: Yeah. Well, he's not hot now. No, he's dead. He's dead. Whatever was hot of him before is rotted away.
1: And no offspring. Hot to rot. Hot to rot. Hot to rot. Hot to rot. Too mm, hot to rot.
0: No, too, not too hot no, to rot. No, Hot to
1: rot. <laughs> well, I mean, we really just have one more thing.
0: <sighs> okay, so Franklin Pierce was born on November 23rd, mm-hmm. which makes him a Sagittarius.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: A Sagittarius born on November 23rd has a strong moral conscience. <laughs> conscience? Has a strong moral conscience. <laughs> though they enjoy defying the status quo.
1: None of that's true about him. Nope.
0: They seek diversity <laughs> through everyday experience. They can see and expose their faults in the hypocrisy of others. They have a talent for uncovering truth and are able to size up people and situations with ease.
1: Absolutely, none of that is true. Absolutely it could not None be of that from the truth. Yeah.
0: maybe the last bit. He may have maybe been only able to... also
1: like the novelty or the diversity within the day because he was kind yeah. of a, you know like uh, maybe
0: was he like a, a enjoying the small things of life?
1: He was when he was younger. I well, think that the grief mm, and, and his career like really no. beat that out of him. Yeah. So well,
0: he had all the promise in the world, and you know he got to be president even, and he didn't do very much with it. So yeah, he was basically I, handed I, everything on a
1: silver platter. And
0: yeah, I'd feel like a loser too if I was Franklin yeah, Pierce. Good. I'm
2: glad.
1: I mean, I'm not glad like so many loved ones died, but like no, 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 no of that not. part's tragic. No, but I sad. think like it's good that he's remembered as being a bad president and that he hated being president because he was terrible at it.
0: Yeah. Um,
1: yeah. I don't think he would have been that much better if he wasn't racked by grief. I think I, like that's no. the interesting question. But I, I think maybe maybe there would have been a little bit more mm-hmm. um, integrity, but not by much because as his beliefs and yeah. his um, record yeah. prior as a legislature yeah. was not looking good.
0: If anything, I think that he... Uh, because of his, his tragic situation, was given more leniency. Yeah. I, I don't... Yeah. yeah. I, listen, yeah. when we talk about Teddy Roosevelt, we all talk about family grief. hmm And he, he did just fine.
1: The only thing I will say about Pierce's mm-hmm. personality in mm-hmm. a very positive way is he mm-hmm. was an extremely generous friend yeah. and a very supportive person, not just to Nathaniel Hawthorne, but to most of his friends. So the people yeah. he was close to in his life... Yeah. Um yeah. he was very loyal to yeah. and he was very generous with and mm-hmm. he was known for being like an exceptional mm-hmm. friend. Mm-hmm. Um but that's pretty much the nicest thing I can say about yeah. him other than his chiseled features. Yes, yes. So yeah.
0: I mean look it's nice I admire people who are good friends but um the ability to be nice to people that you like mm-hmm. isn't like that rare or no. you know
1: yeah presidential no it's not <laughs> so i'm just reaching really i know
0: i know i don't mean to be like... no no i'm just saying like that's the best
1: i can do that's the best i no. can do don't say anything he, nice he about Led Pierce. to the civil war i mean there's yeah, not yeah. much he's good to say he's yeah, yeah, yeah. he's one of the worst I, presidents we've ever had
0: but uh yeah i i feel like uh the powers that be whoever mm-hmm. that is wanted these kind of ineffectual men to be president. Mm -hmm. And that's who got it. Mm -hmm. And they did exactly what they were capable of, which was status quo.
1: Status quo. Yeah. Status quo above all else. Yes. So As long
0: as the people who are in charge are making money, status quo. Status quo. Second they're not, all of a sudden everything can change.
1: Yeah. So all all that's left this season is we'll be talking about the Kansas-Nebraska Act and our next Mm flashcard and then we have James Buchanan who was a homosexual. Was so, a you know, we're really game. and then we'll be wrapping it up Man. until season three. Yeah. Always subscribe. Yeah. Leave us a five star review. Yeah. Give, give us, us
0: a five star or give us a one star. And make <laughs> don't, me, don't, do, don't that. do that. Don't do that. Don't do that. No, no. Just, 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 just.
1: Give us five stars. Yeah. Send us an email. If, if have a th- correction. If you have an article you think we'd hmm. like. We love hearing from people. So I think a good thought about us. Yeah. Yeah. And think a bad thought about Franklin Pierce.
0: Think a bad thought about Franklin Pierce first. And then a good one about both of us together. Not one each. This has been...
1: Pardon me? A Presidential... History... Pod... And...